0: Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick-start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page. Every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Today, we're discussing page two of Alien Hunger, Uh, This page is just credits. It's the people responsible for the game. If I were going to be mean to them and hold them personally accountable for everything that's in this book, then we could have a lot to say on this page. That's not me. I never like to like nail creators specifically and personally for the things that they make uh, that I make fun of on this podcast, uh, because who knows what circumstances they were working under. I don't know their life. And in fact, that leads me to the dumbest thing on this page. White Wolf had this obnoxious habit, which you will have heard about before on this podcast uh, if you listen to the Street Fighter season. The credits pages at the beginning of the book have these little obnoxious, self-indulgent in-joke, like, quote, nicknames, alluding to things that these creators got up to behind the scenes at the White Wolf offices or wherever, to no benefit to the reader or anyone else. This is like yearbook humor, but it's at the beginning of every book that they made during this period. And every time the jokes are different, well, I say jokes, every time these, these little uh, nicknames are different, I think I've talked before about this being dumb just on the level of like, wasting my time publishing in-jokes about your friends who I'm not familiar with. Let me be a little more specific uh, on this page. One problem here is, okay, you go back and you read these role-playing games, and they're from the early 90s, and therefore horrible, right, in a lot of different ways. There are issues with the design, of course, like role-playing game design is not advanced to the point where it's at now production values on games often or worse. Like we understand that. And you'll run across like, you know, jokes and perspectives and politics that bother you when you go back to, to things written during this period. And you don't know who the people are who did this. Like you, you don't, you don't have any context for them uh, unless you like know their later creative work and have followed them, whatever. If you just go back to one of these books, you look at these names in the front and, and you have no idea who these people are. You only know them from the in jokes at the beginning, like on the credits page which are very vague and if you are already inclined to think ill of these people i think you can tend to assume the worst about them some of these things sound more incriminating than they probably really were but we'll never know because this is not a page that contains like actual points of interest or information or anything it's just in jokes it's just it's just like personal references among this group of people who worked in the office so for example this book offers special thanks to quote josh Bloody Pants Timbrook for showing true grit and lots of leg. Fuck me. No, I mean, no doubt they wanted us to think this was a sordid story, but they have no idea what that sounds like. To, like Bloody bloody Pants. Fuck. Imagine, imagine the life you would have to live to have the nickname Bloody Pants. <laughs> imagine, imagine who you would have to be to walk up to a group of people and have them be like, oh, here comes Bloody Pants. Mm-mm. You've you've been up to some shit, and for showing true grit and lots of leg, again a whore, Imagine the situation that calls for both, where it's like, here, bite down on this leather strap and pull your pants up and show some calf. Hmm. Their life can't possibly have been as sorted as this, but that's what it seems like. B- bloody pants. I have no idea. But also, some of them are just inscrutable, like this one. Listen, to this Wes Good King Harris for his inability until he gets there. You cannot but imagine Wes Harris, good King Wes Harris, with a bead of sweat on his furrowed brow. He's about to get there. And he's thinking, can I, can I, am I able? Am I going to be, I'm about to get there and I just don't think that I'm able. But then he gets there. He's fucking able. I mean, good for you, Wes Harris. Like... I mean, I'm glad you didn't choke, but am I? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who's the good guy in this scenario. I mean, there's no special thanks to whoever the fuck he did it to when he got there. Special thanks also, by the way, to Sam Proud Papa Chubb for, well, you know. Here, this is my impression of Sam Chubb. Oh, I'm a proud papa, but I can't really talk about it. Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) what what a what a horrible batch of human beings is implied on this page Uh, it cannot have been their intention so i mean the dumbest thing on this page is just that it's a miscalculation i think that this this page is not an effective thanks to the people it's thanking it makes them seem like criminals it makes them seem like perverts and misanthropes and so i'm going to correct this page these many years later and i'm going to give a special thanks to the following people who are listed on this page however they may be horrible people. I don't know, so I'm gonna I'm going to say their names in as value neutral a way as I can, including their nicknames, and I leave it to you, the listener, to to decide. Am I righting or wrong by thanking these people, or are they like probably the scum of the earth, and and their deeds would be better buried in RPG history? Here we go. Special thanks to John Bilbo Bridges, Mark Monkey Boy. Ryan Hagen Stuart, artful Dodger wick Wes good King Harris he's the one who couldn't until he got there but then he got there and he did Josh bloody pants Timbrook Sam proud Papa Chup Travis no wheels Williams Chris I'm out of here McDonough and Kelly recession blues Norwood I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Kelly seems cool Everybody else here has names that suggest some kind of shadowy misdeed that you can't quite talk about in a role-playing game. Kelly Recession Blues Norwood seems like somebody who was just like down on their luck, and maybe that's why they were hanging around all this debauchery, or maybe they used it as an excuse to get out. Maybe fucking Wes Harris was like, I'm about to go there and do it. You want to come with me? And Kelly was like, fuck, I am actually broke right now. I'm sorry. I cannot go there and do it with you. Wes, goodbye. (laughs) Good, Good for you, Kelly. You made the right choice. Anyway, that's enough about these losers. We will not be talking about their personal contributions to this book going forward because they are innocent until proven guilty. Join me next time for the contents page of this book. And if you think that means we'll be talking about the contents of this book, you obviously are not familiar with 1990s White Wolf on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big Megasode on the patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com megadumcast Social media was never healthy and is now dying, so if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time.